probably didn't have as many handshake contracts as I did at the beginning. No, 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 no. Yeah. I know how okay. it works. Out here, yeah. you know? We try to stick inside. I'm taking projects that are exterior as well, but I just try to stay off of uh, ladders and scaffold outside, two story and above. We don't have the insurance for it. So we find ourselves doing kitchens and bathrooms. And That's today's guest, Randy Jones, who you're going to meet here in a little bit. Welcome to the Contracting Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Kenoki, General Contractor in Fairbanks, Alaska, now broadcasting in over 65 countries. You might be wondering why I think that matters. Well, go ahead and skip ahead and listen to Carmen Hansberry, interior designer from Perth, Australia. Listen to Nick Lonsdale from Melbourne, Australia. Ella Starr from Christchurch, New Zealand. Listen to Robin Clevett out of London. Mike Morley out of the Bahamas, and Spencer Lewis out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. I can go on and on with all the great episodes that I've recorded with my guests, but the point is, is no matter where we are in the world, we are experts at how we build, where we live, but the business basics are universal. And now, Randy Jones, savvy contractor with a business sense, talks about scaling up and running his remodel biz. Stick around and please remember, it'd be fantastic if you would take a snapshot of you listening to this podcast and post it on IG, tag me in your stories, and I'll share it in mine. I'm a professional person. I come from, uh, you know, I have a college uh, degree in business management. I was, oh, we're going further. Going to take an approach that is different than I see majority of contractors taking. And we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, really. I think the work-life balance stems from um, the the perception we have about ourselves and how we work and how we can work. Like, if you if we want to make a change to our work-life balance, nobody's going to make it for us. You have to turn the phone off. You have to put on do not disturb. But it's the guy, you know, who's just left standing, who just gets back up. Those are the guys who year after year you'll be seeing and you'll be hearing about and you'll be talking to. Do the employees work for you? Or do you work for the employees? You know, if somebody's upset, I don't remember about it now. You know, if if somebody was upset a couple of years ago, I didn't answer my phone or something like the impact was what? Welcome to the Contracting Handbook Podcast, a podcast for how to run a small contracting company. Whether you're a general contractor like me or a trade contractor, starting fresh or been in business for years, here's all the stuff you never knew you'd have to know before you started your contracting business with the man who's seen it all, your host, Mike Kenoki. That's me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I want to welcome Randy Jones from Fine Remodeling in located in Wilmington, Delaware. Thanks for being here, Randy. Thank you. Um, and if you're not driving and you're listening and you can look at Instagram, you could see some of Randy's work at his handle at Fine Remodeling DE. Uh, he's got some awesome stuff posted there. So check it out and give him a follow. And so Randy, how long have you guys been operating? How many people do you work with? Kind of what's your current focus? So people have an idea of who you are. 
Uh, sure. So I operate Fine Remodeling, a residential remodeling company. Um, I started this career and this business in uh, February of 2011. So it's been over 10 years um, that I've had to had some experience in growing and, you know, a lot of a uh, lot of time to experience a lot of variety in this industry. Um, right now, we're operating with three full time workers, um, two part time workers and myself, which is all time worker, not full time, but all time, you know, so um, you know, that's, that's my role as the business owner is to, uh, uh, you know, provide a service in out in our marketplace. And, um, so what was that? Uh, we've got the length of my uh, business, how many employees and, and what we do. So, um, I've, I've taken a, a an, a, an adoptive approach to, um, growth as we've go, I've gone on in my business. Um, I regularly take projects that are just slightly above um, uh, my experience level. And it's given me a lot of opportunities for, for growth and growing into some large projects and really leads away to, to growth. Um, I don't really hold myself back too much, um, but we are, best in inside working with a customer working with the end user because i'm a professional person i come from uh you know i have a college uh, degree in business management i was brought up very well nice i speak i speak well um i i think so and i um you know i i've got a good set of values so i approach it as a professional i work with other professionals and so those are the types of people that get the opportunity to work inside folks' homes. And, um, and we've been blessed to also have the opportunity to handle large amounts of money when uh, some of these projects come to me. Um, we're currently finishing up uh, a project that is almost a quarter million dollar project. That's sort of like a landmark project for me. And, um, you know, we're, we're rolling into um, uh, another level of growth that I haven't experienced yet. Um, and it's exciting. So um, we try to stick inside. I'm taking projects that are exterior as well, but I just try to stay off of uh, ladders and scaffold outside two story and above. We don't have the insurance for it. So we find ourselves doing kitchens and bathrooms and uh, things like that. That's great. Yeah. The, uh, that's a common thread in, from, from my last interview is kind of that kind of finding your niche area and, and staying in that and not switching around too much. And you, you can keep your crew really focused when they're picking up one set of tools rather than a bunch of different kinds of things and, and switching gears all the time. That's, that's great. And you have a business degree. That's got to help. I did not have that sort of background. So, uh, so Running the business was a, a really big struggle for me starting out. Well, uh, I mean, it was for me too, though. Um, I just have a little bit of exposure to some of these um, areas, uh, these hot spots. you know, what is contract law? I've already been through classes. Did it help me? 
you know, I don't know. I've had my struggles just as much, I think, as, as everyone else. So um, yeah. it, but it's nice. It's nice to to say I have that you know, background. You probably didn't have as many handshake contracts as I did at the beginning. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I know how okay. it works. Out here, yeah. You know? yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I get a sense from your from your stellar Google reviews and your pictures on Instagram that you you have some nice latitude in choosing your jobs and, and working with clients that really want to work with you. It's, um, it's, it's, it's true. It's a fair, it's a fair assessment. Um, uh, yeah, those opportunities have just begun. That's what you're seeing is, you know, 10 years in the making. So I'm playing the long game here and it's, I'm just fortunate enough that everything's sort of moved in the direction where we get the chance to do good work. Uh, we do execute good work. We've had those opportunities and yeah, like you say, it sort of shows. And so I appreciate that. Uh, it tells me that we're doing something right. And, and uh, you know, you got three full-time employees two part-time and yourself. That's a lot. You can get a lot of work done with that many bodies. Um, and do you, do you feel like you would uh, expand beyond that level or, or, you know, that's, I mean, to me, when I was, when I had five people working or six, I was maxed out mentally because yeah. I, you know, cause you got all these subs working all over the place too. And you got to do all the site visits. And so would you say you'd want to go further or do you like where you're at or you're, you know? Oh, we're going further. Okay. We're going further. Um, I'm, I'm going to take an approach that um, is different than I see majority of contractors taking. And um, I really want to lean into the management of uh, the business and the projects. Um, I'll hire skilled workers and we'll have skilled workers, but I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lean into uh, the sales positions, the administrative positions, um, the bookkeeping positions, like the scheduler. The you know the people. Those tasks that we end up leaving for ourselves as a business owner. That's um, where I found the most importance. Um, so one of those employees, part-time employees, is uh, my cousin. Mm -hmm. She uh, graduated from college. She wants to be a writer. And I hired her to do some administrative tasks along with do our, uh, write our blogs. Um, and so I found the talent and, um, uh, she, you know, I give her marketing related tasks. I give her tasks that play into her skills and, if I build up my skilled labor, if I build up my marketing labor, if I now I'm going to start building up my sales labor, um, all of those things are going to help support each other, you know, as we, you know, hire project managers who aren't going to wear a tool belt, they're going to, you know, make Gantt charts and um, do uh, cash flow summaries for projects. This stuff is extremely important. Um, as we, you know, take on larger and more complex projects. So we'll expand. And long story, long story short, we'll expand. 
I found a spot where I needed to either hire someone in the middle or just stop what I was doing because I because I was overburdening my brain by managing all the tasks and the crews, the two crews and and so many subcontractors. And you you need help when that happens. So that's great. And I, I like your approach. It sounds like you're really thinking it through. Um, hey, we'll see how it plays out. You know, yeah. we'll do the interview again in 10 years and see yeah. if it made sense. Uh, sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds awesome. Um, so, um, so in retrospect, you know, while you're developing your business, is there any like one thing that you would say was well, a eureka moment that really made you just start being able to charge ahead and be really comfortable with your business? It's, it's the times when I get kicked, you know, when I fall to the ground. Um, so honestly, I tie it, I tie any success or progress back to uh, times when I failed the hardest, when I was struggling to even pay myself a minimum wage. Um, um, those are the pivotal moments, honestly, that, you know, have I landed a large contract and then all of a sudden now I feel like, oh, that's the, that's it. That's, you know, we're finally, you know, growing that came from, uh, you know, a persistent, a persistent attitude towards finding, a good contract, you know, um, just struggling to, to get through these periods that were difficult. Um, and I expect that's how it will be in the future too. Um, the changes are going to come from humbling experiences. Um, yeah. Trial by fire. Yep. Um, so, um, before, uh, everybody out there, before I started recording, Randy and I were having a great conversation, which I should have been recording. One of the things that came up was, um, was finding work balance and, and Sean Francis in the last interview, his question to the next interviewee or anyone would be, how do you strike that balance between running your business, keeping clients happy? not reaching for your phone when you're at your niece's birthday party, but being worried about your client that's calling and, and that sort of thing. Like, so his question to you is, you know, what, what are you doing to, to strike that work balance and, and have a life? Right. So you've already, I don't know if you were recording when you touched on this, but I run, Yeah, I run, I run as much as I can. And as far as I can, um, but I, I've sunk into my mind um, that I am not perfect. Um, and I, I am going to strive to be as, as good as I can be, as good as I can get. I'm, that's what I'm going for. Um, but I also need to be the voice in my own head that says, um, um, you know, it's okay to not make everybody happy to, you know, do your best. If other people are, you know, maybe not agreeing with, um, uh, you know, how you handle things and the, 
the great part is it's actually not that hard because as a business owner, I don't have to answer to anybody. I, I do have to answer to clients. Um, and therein lies like um, um, some communication skills and some, um, you know, we have to sometimes say, look, it's, it's Saturday and Sunday, like normal. This, this is a normal life to, to not um, have to go into work, not have to go to the job site. And we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, really. I think the work-life balance stems from um, the, the perception we have about ourselves and how we work and how we can work. Like, if, you, if we want to make a change to our work-life balance, nobody's going to make it for us. You have to turn the phone off. You have to put on do not disturb. And I've just implemented some of that stuff. And, you know, if somebody's upset... I don't remember about it now. You know, if, if somebody was upset a couple of years ago, I didn't answer my phone or something like the impact was what I'm living a fine life now. And so like, I just try not to stress too much about it. And I try to work with reasonable people. Um, this is, this is important. You know, we need to find the clients that are right for us. And so if you have a client who expects a, uh, work life balance, then you might need to find another client. You might want to find the client that is work life balance, um, because you'll have a certain characteristic in it and you can set that up in the rapport with your customers and in the conversations that you have. So, uh, communication is, has been, um, the tool. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and that, and that keeping healthy, like you're, you're keeping running. Healthy is extremely important. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you shared it yourself. You do a few things, right? Yeah. yeah. And my, my, I'm definitely very focused on, on my fitness and sleeping. Sleeping. And, yeah. And, Cause you're and, living in a, and in eating a, right. And eating right. Yeah. Not eating out. Like I, like, when I had when I had a crew, when I was busy, when I had lots of employees, I ate out all the time. I put on weight. I was just driving, just driving my truck back and forth between stores and job sites. It was insane, and I lost my balance completely. But I've got it back. I'm good, because um, I. So, you know, so what do you do to to train to keep it going? I um, I, I make guess- sure I make sure I, I make sure I exercise every day. Um, whether it's walking, biking, cross-country skiing, moving um, your body, and and I and I I weight tra- I strength train, just you know to make sure I'm fit because I do a lot of work myself now again, and I really need to have a good strong back, and I'm not getting any younger, so I'm really trying to stay strong so I can so I can do what I need to every day, uh, and so I'm tired at night. You know, because if I don't move enough, if I just do office work and then I don't exercise, I don't sleep either because I haven't yeah. I haven't burned. I haven't done anything. And I just this, lay there. This is my problem. I'm hot, super high energy. Um, and so if I'm not worn out, I'll be up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's like common amongst small business owners. It was certainly like um, 
I'm uh, sure hoping to find out like how much we all have in common with this show because it's already very interesting talking to people. I mean, yeah, all different towns we're, and we're all going to, we, we have the same problems. Yeah. So. Yeah. We really are going to have a lot of relatable experiences and characteristics. You yeah. know, we have to be people who are super persistent and driven and have like an undying belief in ourselves. Um, and so, and be able to let things roll off your back and just stay focused. Yeah. And, and, and move on yeah yeah i think you'll find persistence is going to be a um a key mm-hmm. because um, uh, we do all struggle we do all fall and fail um and i think that's natural but it's the guy you know who's just left standing who just gets back up those are the guys who year after year you'll be seeing and you'll be hearing about and you'll be talking to um, it's interesting because like did I ever think I'd be talking to people in the construction industry from across the continent uh, no you know I just thought I'll swing a hammer um, I'm with you yeah yeah so and, and it's nice and so actually I appreciate you reaching out so work-life balance is is uh, something we're all gonna fight with I hope I gave a few of my tips yeah what would be your advice to yourself when you were now that you're now that you know what you know, what would you tell the younger you who was struggling right at the beginning? Like just a thing or two. Yeah. Um, take action, take action. Um, the, and this is something that I do, but take more action is really what I would tell myself. Um, you know, I get, uh, analysis paralysis, uh-huh. you know, Oh, I got to call back that client and I'll sit on it. Uh, worried about this, worried about that, or, um, make the phone call that actually became a, kind of a pivotal thing. I read this book called eat that frog. You ever uh, heard of that? No, but who's that by? Oh, um, Geez, who is it by? Uh, I can't recall. I could look it up and we okay. can get that note. Yeah. Um, but it's about taking your most important task, like your worst task, you know, a frog that you have to eat and just get it done. Like the first thing you do, you should have a like a three things that you want to do in the day. And the wor- the worst one, you shouldn't do anything else until it gets completed. Like yeah. nothing. I'm with that. Like your list should be prioritized and you got to knock the big ones out. Yeah. Cannot procrastinate on the important stuff. So I'm going to ask you one more question. And that is, what would you like to ask another contractor? So it's about people. And my, my question is going to be about people, about employees and about clients as well. And um, our interaction with other people is the uh that that is our business like everything that is done is through some sort of uh dynamic with another person um so my question is a philosophical one um and we'll put it on to employees we'll use employees do the employees work for you or do you work for the employees? 
I like it. Cool. Yeah, I have my own views on it, but I'd love to hear what other people have to say. Yeah. I will. I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes, where that takes us. So uh, I appreciate it. And with that, I really appreciate you being on. And for everybody out there listening, again, this is, uh, we've been talking to Randy Jones from Fine Remodeling in Wilmington, Delaware. And you can look at his stuff on Instagram at Fine Remodeling DE. Uh, thanks again, Randy. Yeah, thank you for all your time. Appreciate it. Hey guys, I want to give a shout out now to Antoine Ford out of Birmingham, Alabama, aka Old School Way on Instagram. Recently in season two, he wrote me a very kind review of the podcast. Check that out. He's in training to be a residential trim and finished carpenter. He's a volunteer at Habitat for Humanity in his community. And one day soon, he's going to open shop and it's going to be called Landon's Renovations after his oldest son. So let's all show him our support and hit him up old school way on IG. Thanks for listening today, you guys. If you found value in the content, please consider leaving a review on iTunes, a rating on Spotify, or if you're in the Android world, a rating on my website. Alternatively, take a snapshot of the episode you just listened to on your phone or a picture of it from your car stereo and post it on Instagram and tag me in your stories. When you leave a review, tell me where you're reviewing from and I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Thanks for listening and whatever you do every day, remember at the end of the day, it's your legacy. So build a legacy that matters. That's all I got. Later. Later.